0: Common sense is not always common practice. The only constant is change and the rate of change is accelerating. High sugar foods and foods that turn into sugar accelerate memory loss. What will be different because you were here? What will be your legacy? Who will be impacted because you were here? Hello, and welcome back to the OPP. This is episode 139. I'm flying solo today, and I am bringing you the highlights from last weekend's Success Live event hosted by Success Magazine. This was an event that featured some of the most powerful and forward-thinking people and speakers in the world today. I'm talking people like Peter Diamandis, Jaco Willink, Dr. Daniel Amen, Tom Bilyeu, Brennan Burchard, Mel Robbins, just to name a few. It was an amazing event. I had a blast. I took notes like a madman. And today, I'm going to go back through my notes, or I have already gone through my notes. I've pulled out some of the bullet points and quotes that I want to share with you from each speaker so that you can get all of the benefit from being there without actually having had to have been there. Um, At the end of the show, we're going to dive a little bit deeper on a few of the key themes that were repeated by several of the speakers and high performers. Ready? Ready? Let's do this. Ryan Muncy is probably the smartest guy I know. Trust me, Muncy is the nutrition guy. Ryan Muncy's out there trying to make the world better for all of us. The Optimal Performance Podcast is bold, edgy, creative, entertaining, and epic. Ryan Muncy is my go-to guy. Ryan Muncy is the first guy I call. He's making people's lives right. better. Ryan Muncy's an innovator. Okay guys, let's dive right into this. So Brendan Burchard was one of the first speakers. Um, if you know anything about him, you know he uh, wrote the Motivation Manifesto. He's the host of Charge Life podcast. He is the world's number one high performance coach, real high energy guy, real big on motivation. So it was only natural that he sort of kicked off and led off the weekend uh, or the event. So a couple of bullet points from Brendan. Uh, number one, Common sense is not always common practice. Common sense is not always common practice. Meaning, you know, most of us know the right thing. We know what to do, but we don't actually do it. And that leads right into the next thing. High performers aren't different from you and I. They're not different from anyone else. They just do the work. Reminds me of a quote that I love. Remarkable people do unremarkable things with remarkable consistency. And I believe it was Logan Gelbrick who said that Way back in the 70s, uh, on a previous uh, not not the year 70s, but on uh, OPP count, it was episode 70 something. Go back and check out that one Logan Gelbrick uh, on accountability and somewhere in the 70s is that episode. Oh, I will link to that for you guys in the show notes. Um, you know people don't get success. It is the practices that get success. It is the process that is proven to be successful. People just walk that path. It's not you, it's what you do. We all have this, uh, this biology, we're all wired the same way. We all have these feelings and this wiring, uh, but peak performers uh, or, or high performers realize that it's not about them, it's about the process. It's about walking that path and showing up, doing the things that we know we need to do to be successful. Uh, the last thing from Brendan was that peak performance, by definition, is not sustainable. It is a state that we get to hold for a short period of time, and then it, it dies off. Uh, he prefers high performance. So as you think about your your life and what you're trying to accomplish, think about trying to achieve high performance and live in a state of high performance and not peak performance, because one is sustainable, the other is not. So we want to be Awesome all the time. We want to live the, this life that we're pursuing all the time, not just in certain states. Okay. Next speaker was Simon Bailey. Simon was actually the MC. Simon's a former bigwig at Disney. He's a great speaker. He works at Success Magazine. And one of the big things that, that Simon talked about was something that he refers to as Comparison Inferiority Complex, CIC. How many of you, as you listen to this and you hear that comparison, inferiority complex, you know you compare yourself to other people. This person is the same age as me, and look what they've accomplished. Or, uh, you know, this person started their business the same year as me, and look look where it is. You know, that's—the the saying is winners focus on winning, not, you know, something else. You know, horses wear blinders. They, they look straight ahead. They don't look to the left or the right. Focus on you. Focus on your shit. Handle your stuff and, you know, don't worry about comparing yourself to others. I love using children as, as a teaching analogy. So if you look at kids, you know, a child who learns to walk at 12 months or 18 months has no idea that some other child learned to walk at six months. They just know, hey, I want to walk. I'm going to keep trying until I get there. Be like that kid. Don't think that, hey, if I, what would happen if a child started walking, you know once twice uh, they're going to fall on the first attempt the second attempt the fourth attempt probably the 10th attempt you know if if we quit on the 10th attempt as an adult you know most of us fail on the first attempt the second attempt whatever we try if we say oh well i guess i'm not supposed to be able to walk or i can't walk kids never think that way they just get up and they keep trying but adults don't have that we lose that mindset so drop the comparison inferiority complex You know, it's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you're not. And that's a quote from Simon Bailey, but it fits perfectly right here. It's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you're not. Stop comparing yourself to others. Um, Building on that, brilliance is best cultivated in environments that celebrate you, not tolerate you. Brilliance is best cultivated in environments that celebrate you, not tolerate you. So... Uh, we'll talk about this. Peter Diamandis mentioned something very similar where if you are to go after these moonshots that uh, Google and that SpaceX and the XPRIZE are known for, you've got to be in an environment where you can feel safe doing that and not just feel safe, but feel celebrated. Uh, most of us can relate to environments where we feel tolerated, not celebrated. And you know that you uh, th- those are environments that make us play small. So seek out environments and groups and and communities where you feel celebrated and you can take these moonshots and try to change the world or your world or your life or your family's life, whatever it might be. And then finally from Simon, uh, blind spots leave us vulnerable. So constantly be looking for weaknesses or blind spots in your repertoire, in your arsenal that may leave you vulnerable or may lead you astray. Find them, work on them, bring them up to be strengths. Alright, next speaker was Mel Robbins and Mel wrote the book Five Second Rule. If you have not checked that one out, um, you know I'm not big on the whole motivation stuff, the rah-rah stuff, but I really love Mel Robbins' approach and that's a great book, Five Second Rule if you have not heard it. Basically it works like this, you have five seconds, we all have five seconds to take action before our self-doubt stops us. That is the crux of the five second rule. And as Mel explains it, we have to count down. It's 5-4-3-2-1. Go. Five, four, three, two, one, get out of bed. Whatever it is, you know, take action within five seconds. And you must count backwards. We must go five, four, three, two, one. If we count up, we can just keep going after five. You can go six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So start at five, count backwards when you hit one. It's launch like a rocket and get after it. Mel talked about the four traps of self-doubt. So if you're one of those people who have experienced self-doubt or you battle self-doubt, you probably fall into one or more of these categories at any, at any time. Uh, the first category was hesitation. It's filled with uncertainty, overthinking, wanting your work to be perfect. The second category is hiding. Uh, we, we sit there and, and we're quiet. You shrink back. You play small. Uh, building on what Simon said, it's usually in an environment that doesn't celebrate you. You don't feel safe. You don't feel like you can take that moonshot. Or maybe you just don't have the confidence. And, and that's the next, the third trap of self-doubt is being hypercritical. And this is triggered by past failures. It's focusing on why you can't. This person usually has an edge. Or when you're in that state, you usually come across as edgy or irritable, uh, high anxiety. And the fourth trap is helplessness. Um, Mel explains these and elaborates on these way better than I can so if you want more on this check out Mel Robbins' work more from Mel Uh, she's full of one-liners and quotable stuff Uh, I tweeted this one out Success Magazine retweeted it when we were at the event and it is really really simple if your problem can be solved with action you don't have a problem if your problem can be solved with action you do not have a problem Take action, start moving, and your problem, <laughs> if it can be solved with action, you don't have a problem. Um, I'm not going to over egg the omelet. You guys know what that means. Feeling doubt is normal. Listening to it is a choice. Feeling doubt is normal. Listening to it is a choice. Confidence is the decision to try, self doubt is the decision not to try. So you hear kind of the overriding theme here is you know get out of your head, stop overanalyzing, stop thinking. Five, four, three, two, one, go! Do it. Take action. Take massive action. Build momentum and keep it rolling. Next speaker was Les Brown. Les is he's a legend in the speaking community. So many of the people who took the stage told stories of listening to his tapes and, and listening to him throughout their development. Two things that really stand out to me from what Les talked about. Number one was social contribution. What will be different because you were here? Um, the the whole mortality and, and legacy thing is something that I always think about. It's something that's always close to my mind, and you know, Les really hammered on that. What what will you do to make the world a different place? How will the generations that come after you benefit from you having been here? Uh, are you building ball fields in your local community to help? You know, children who need a place to play. Are you creating systems in the in school or uh, it, it could be any number of things? But if we get outside of ourselves and we think about what we're doing for others and how we're going to help the generations that come after us, you know, that's where we really make contribution and, and lasting impact. And the second thing from Les was people that are hungry are relentless. Stay hungry, be relentless. Um, Something that I tell people all the time, comfort is the enemy of motivation. The more comfortable you are, the less motivated you are to to make a change. Uh, The hungriest man eats, so get hungry, be relentless. Next speaker, John Gray. Uh, John built on a lot of what Les was saying, and we'll talk about this towards the end because this is one of the common threads from the weekend. But success is a tool that we can use to lift up others. And John says, what you've been entrusted with is yours to steward and to share, what can we make happen for others? You know, John talks about building bridges and using what we have, any platform we have, any network, any relationships that we have to build bridges, make the world a better place, and you know, make that impact that, that is beyond ourselves. What will be your legacy? Who will be impacted because you are here? And the final bullet point from John is, a light shines brightest in a dark room. And the darker the room, the brighter a light shines. So be that light. And I, I read a, a proverb recently. I don't know if it was Taoist or Buddhist or maybe just some person that said something. But uh, it, it reminds me of this. But there are two ways that we can shed, shine that light or, or, or share light. And that is, A, to be the light yourself or be the mirror that reflects it. So you know, be, be aware of that as we move through the world. Uh, what what light are we shining? What energy are we putting out in the world, right? Uh, the darker the room, brighter light shines. All right, next speaker was Jocko Willink, and I have to admit, I was a little disappointed that Jocko was not speaking in full. He was actually interviewed um, sort of in a sit-down, fireside chat fashion. Uh, Jocko was one of the people I was really looking forward to hearing and really wanted to hear more from him, but... I digress. If you don't know Jocko, his quote is "discipline equals freedom." And Jocko told a story. You know, he posted a picture uh, one morning. His morning on Instagram was: he got up, he worked out, he went surfing, and then uh, he went to jujitsu class. And somebody made a comment on there and said, "Must be nice." And he didn't respond right away. But then somebody later in the day commented on his behalf and said, "You know, look." discipline equals freedom. He can do these things because he put in the work to be able to afford that time, that downtime, that play time, or, or whatever you want to call it. So, you know, he he elaborated in his interview and said, you know, if you see me posting this stuff on Instagram, it's because I've already put in my work. I've done the work for the day. I've done the things that need to be done. So, you know, just kind of keep that in mind. Uh, take 100% Take 100% responsibility for your actions and your choices. That is the the gist of Extreme Ownership, which is his best-selling book. I think it's the best book written on leadership. If you have not read Extreme Ownership, definitely grab it, especially if you are not a person at the top of your organization. I think the most important aspect of that book is that Jocko and Leif Babin, his co-author, write about leading up, not just down the chain of command, but leading up the chain of command. So if you're at the bottom or if you're in the middle, how do you lead both up and down? How do you you know, get the people below you to align with the values of the people above you, which was something that was very important, very crucial for their missions as Navy SEALs. And it applies all across corporate and business structures uh, and throughout life. So if you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it. Next speaker was Tom Bilyeu. Tom has been on the podcast twice now. Uh, I forget the exact numbers of those episodes, but definitely go back and check those out if you want more of Tom. Tom is huge on being a lifetime learner and developing your mindset. Uh, He really harped on that. Develop your mindset. Develop your passion. He made a great point that we don't find our passion, that we develop it. You know, you don't just turn 40 and you start looking around and say, oh, there it is. There's that thing that I've been passionate about for all this time. You know what that thing is, and we have to develop it. We have to decide that we can get good at anything. That in itself is a belief, uh, or I'm sorry, that in itself is a decision, that all of our beliefs are decisions. Are you deciding to uh, believe in yourself? Are you deciding to believe a negative narrative that you have about yourself or your your capabilities? I-I equals I-O is the next bullet point. Ideas in equal ideas out. The more ideas that you have come in, the more ideas that you can create and and spit out. So, you know, that follows suit with what Tom is saying about being a lifetime learner. Be an eternal student and then take immediate action. Be so good that they cannot ignore you. You know, the truth is uh, for most of us who are doing things and creating things and putting things out there, if if we're not where we want to be, it's because we're not good enough. You know, I want this podcast to have as many downloads as Joe Rogan or Tim Ferriss's show. Well, the hard truth is the show is not that good. If it was, we would have that many downloads. We would have that many listeners. So I know I need to take immediate action. I need to study. I need to hone my craft. I need to get better. And I need to do what is necessary to be so good that people cannot ignore this show anymore. Next is become anti-fragile. Uh, We've talked about this book several times on the show before. Nassim Taleb, Anti-Fragile. Go read it. Um, The general idea there is that it's not enough to be robust, that things that are anti-fragile actually get better amid chaos and adversity. We know those things are coming in our life. Why not become an organism that actually thrives in those environments and gets stronger and gets better as opposed to just holding on for dear life? Develop grit struggle is guaranteed success is not push through the boredom push through the suffering develop that passion time plus mastery equals passion uh that's it from tom next speaker here michael burnoff michael was uh he actually spoke towards the end of the day on day two um a little bit out of order on my notes but anyway michael started uh the close on saturday afternoon yeah sorry day two um the world is trained to be average. I thought that was a really powerful statement, and it's so true if we think about it. You know, we, we are trained to sort of fit in and, and you know follow the, the status quo and the norm. And that wall that we hit, that wall that all of us hits where we know we're capable of more, uh, but we don't push through it or, or, or we, we find uh, a struggle to get through it or get around it, that wall that we all hit is our average. And it's a choice when we hit it, you know, do we stay there? Do we stay with okay and comfortable or do we push ourselves? Do we get outside of our comfort zone? Do we seek what is necessary to grow and get beyond average? And, you know, Michael uses, uh, he, he gave us three questions that, you know, we can all use to align ourselves with the way we feel when we are most motivated, you know, so anybody who's ever been to an event like this, you know, you, 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 you feel so motivated that day or or the next day, but, you know, a week goes by and and how do we maintain that status? And, you know, what he says, is here's three questions. Number one, if you had an imaginary outside consultant follow you around, what would they honestly say? You know, oh, this guy's good. He's nice, uh, but he's capable of more. He plays small uh, or, you know, she's friendly and polite, but, you know lacks the grit to push through and you know, whatever it might be but if you can take that objective outside consultant's view of of your daily actions and then audit what you're doing and apply what you find to make the changes necessary to become the person that you want to be second question what was my original reason for starting out and it's okay if it changes for many of us it will you know 10 years ago when i started Working out I had a different reason for doing it than I do now Maybe somewhere along the way you had a child or you got married or whatever it is priorities change your why changes But always stay connected to that. Why what is your reason for doing this thing? And the third question is, you know, your current situation is probably a solution to a previous problem Imagine that that problem is behind you. What now? What would you make your life about? You must get deliberate about creating this. So I'm going to repeat that because I think it's really powerful. Your current situation is probably a solution to a previous problem. Current situation is probably a solution to a previous problem. I don't know your situation. I'm not going to try to give you examples. But if you think about that, you'll probably realize many points in your life follow that. Uh, So Michael Burnoff, really cool stuff there. If you want to get more of that, Michael Bernoff, B-E-R-N-O-F-F, we'll put a link to all these guys' websites and ladies' websites on the blog post and show notes for this episode. Go to naturalstacks.com to find that. Next was Dean Graziosi. Uh, Dean is a real estate and marketing guru, and his talk was a lot about being a great parent. and. He related that to being a good marketer um, in marketing, that we want to treat leads, prospects, customers like our own children. But I think that applies to anything in life. As you move through life, think about the people that you interact with, and if you interact with them the way you would your own children or a niece, a nephew, someone um, where you are talking to people on their level, not yours. You're getting inside their mind, getting outside of your mind. What do they need? What are their wants? What are their beliefs? And you know, there's a whole. There there are eight bullet points for it. Uh, I've got a photograph of it. I'll put up all eight of those on the blog post, so you can check that out if you guys want those as well. Next speaker was Todd Davis. Todd talked a lot about perspective and changing, shifting our paradigms. He calls it wearing glasses that fit. Uh, Always be challenging opinions. Shift your paradigms. Be real. Be genuine. Share your mistakes. Don't try to look perfect. And uh, to start with humility, be humble, be, uh, yeah, be humble. Next speaker was Peter Voogd. And uh, guys, I, I, this was like eight hours, 10 hours for two days consecutively. So I'm trying to get as much into your brain as possible without making this podcast extremely long. So you have, you may have to go back and listen to it twice, uh, but I am trying to move quickly and I'm trying to be concise with this information. So if it seems like I'm talking fast and skipping stuff, uh, like I said, trying to con- consolidate this as much as possible. Peter Vogt, Uh Peter wrote the book Six Months to Six Figures, if you haven't read that. Really cool book, uh, lots of nuggets and gems throughout that book. Peter says, let your vision guide you not your circumstances. And I think that's really powerful. How many people do you know, and this could be you, that where we let our circumstances dictate our decisions, not the vision of our future and of ourselves that we want, um, you know, be our guide. So make sure your vision is guiding you, not your circumstances or your fears. Complexity is the enemy of execution. The more complicated we make things, the less likely they are to, to happen. Most of us need mastery, not more information. Mastery over overload. Mastery is greater than overload. We don't struggle or fail to execute because of a lack of information. Lack of information is not the problem for most people. Execution is better than information. Develop mastery. Hone your craft. Become an expert. Um, you know, Peter makes a he tells a story about you know people who say, "Well, I've got twenty years of experience doing blah blah blah." No, you don't. You have one year of experience repeated twenty times. And that's the truth for most people. So, you know, continue to grow, continue to learn, continue to develop mastery of whatever it is that you need or want to move forward and and live that life that you want to live. Keith Ferrazzi was next. People are the key to your success. Uh, You can't do it alone. Nobody who reaches the top does it alone. You think about everybody you know who is or has been successful. They've got a team around them build your team. Who is your team? Who is going to help you get to the top? Who are you going to take to the top on your path? Uh, Shailene Johnson was another speaker. And Shailene has been a a huge name in in the fitness industry for, for a long time. She's got a big time fitness podcast. The biggest takeaway from Shailene was to delegate anything that's not your true genius. You know, we can all write down a list of dozens of things that we do daily or weekly that you know we could easily delegate and get off of our plate so that we could spend more time doing the thing that brings value to our lives the people in our lives and and that thing that we're trying to accomplish and it reminds me of a story that my mentor uh, told me way back in 2012 when I was starting House of Strength my performance training center and so this is uh, the mentor's name is Paul Reddick and the story was about you too and there's a, there's a video somewhere on YouTube And on one of their recent tours, the theme was the the greatest rock show on earth or or, something like that. And there are time-lapse videos on YouTube of the 24, 48, 72 hours that it took to set up the stage for a U2 concert. So whatever it was, 48 hours, let's call it 48 hours. So you have this video. All of this setup is going on for 48 hours. At the last minute, Bono flies in in a helicopter that drops him off backstage. He walks out, he sings, he gets on the helicopter, he pieces out, and he's on to the next city for the next show where that whole process has already begun. He lands, he sings, he moves on. All Bono does is walk on stage and sing. He does not set up chairs. He does not do sound checks. He does not do all of the things that aren't Bono. So you delegate anything that's not your true genius, and that's one of the secrets to productivity and success. And next speaker, Peter Diamandis. Peter is, is an amazing thinker. He he just if you're not familiar with him, I can't recommend checking him out enough. Um, the books are abundance and bold, and I'll put a link to those for you guys in the show notes. But you know, Peter just thinks differently than most people, and it was so funny, you know, a lot lot of speakers, well, we'll cut that out. So the first thing Peter pointed out to us is, you know, the only constant is change. I think most of us are aware of that, but here's the kicker. The rate of change in today's world is accelerating. The only constant is change and the rate of change is accelerating. By the year 2022, between 2022 and 2025, Peter is estimating that 100% of the population will be online. That is 8 billion people will be online in about seven years. The future is online. There will be 5 million more people online than are online right now. So be looking for and thinking about more interface moments. Peter says the next interface moments involve artificial intelligence, one of the things that we can do to get better answers is to ask better questions, ask better questions about the future, uh, what's happening and, and what that may look like. And I touched on this earlier, but, you know, Peter is, is a huge proponent of taking moon shots. And uh, if you're not familiar with that terminology, it basically means, you know, shooting for the moon. It, it's trying to do the thing that is a hundred times bigger, crazier, more outlandish than anything that's ever been done before. It is, you know, trying to put somebody on Saturn when nobody's been to Mars or whatever it might be. Um, but the key to that is that you have to have an environment where you can feel safe doing this. Uh, that was a, an important point. So find an environment where you feel safe, build your team, and take moonshots, change the world. Scooter Braun was the next speaker, and. Uh, Admittedly, I didn't know who he was before the weekend, but apparently he's a big deal. He manages some uh, musicians named Kanye West, Ariana Grande, a couple of the other biggest names in music. He's actually the one putting on the hand-to-hand event that will help people in the Houston area and across Texas after Hurricane Harvey. One of the biggest things that Scooter talked about was that in everything he's ever done, all the way back to college when he was throwing parties to make money, Uh, was that he included humanity in everything he's ever done, some element of philanthropy or charity in everything. So when they threw parties back then, every fourth party, they donated all of the proceeds from that fourth party to charity. He has all of his artists giving a percentage of um, concert sales and and revenue to charity. They put on the event in Manchester after Ariana Grande's um, uh, concert that, that, that had the attack. And they're doing the one in Houston now. Um, So it was an interesting thing that he said. You know, he asks all of his artists to donate a percentage of their revenue. And he said he's never had an artist say no. And that's the next bullet point from Scooter. If you give people a chance to do the right thing, they usually will. If you give people a chance to do the right thing, they usually will. All right, next speaker, Dr. Daniel Amon. This is the last one. Um, Dr. Daniel Amon wrapped up the weekend talking about brain health and Alzheimer's risks. This was crazy. He has been working on a memory and brain scan uh, recovery protocol. 80% of the ex-NFL players that he has worked with have seen improvement with the program. Uh, as confirmed by brain scans so they've actually added structural mass to their brain following his protocol here's a quote high sugar foods and foods that turn into sugar accelerate memory loss high sugar foods and foods that turn into sugar accelerate memory loss almost all the risk factors for alzheimer's are preventable or treatable There are 11 of them, and the acronym is Bright Minds. Uh, Dr. Amon will be on the podcast in a few weeks, and we will go into all of those in great detail uh, coming up, but he's got a book coming out soon, and we'll have him on the show to help promote that book. Uh, You are not stuck with the brain that you have. People 85 years or older have a 50% risk of Alzheimer's. 60% Sixty percent of people will have mental health disorder at some point in their life. Sixty percent of people will have a mental health disorder at some point in their life, and if and when that occurs, Doctor Amon points out, exercise and and fish oil have both been shown to be equally as effective as antidepressants in studies. All right, that wraps up all of the bullet points for the speakers. Let me take. All right, guys. So that's as fast as I can go through the bullet points and share as much of that as possible with you. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that uh, and it wasn't too overwhelming. and made sense. Now let's talk about some of the keys, some of the repeated themes. I'm a huge believer in the, the phrase success leaves footprints. Many of the people that I talked to at the conference between speakers and, and at the end of the day and before the second day, you know, remarked at the different approaches that all of these leaders and speakers have. And to me, that was a lesson in itself, you know, that, that there's always more than one way to skin a cat, you know, be unique, be yourself. But it's also important to sort of look for and then follow the common principles of success. And, and that's what I always look for. I don't I don't like to look at the differences I like to look at the commonalities. So, you know, coming from a fitness background, everybody always wants to argue, well, you know, is strongman or powerlifting or bodybuilding or is it CrossFit? Which one's the best? Well, why don't we look at what all of them share? What works across the board? Those are the things we need to focus on. Not the differences, but the similarities, the commonalities, the things that, well, if they work across the board, there must be something to that. And that's an approach that I've always taken. So success leaves footprints. And so rather than focus on how these speakers are different and how their messages or how their crafts are different, there there are things that all of them mentioned or many of them mentioned. There are things that they share in common. And if multiple people, multiple successful people say, live, or value the same concept, it's probably a pretty good place for us to direct our focus and our energy So here are some of those common themes from this past weekend. Um, Number one, I just said it, be unique. Your truth, your path, and your passion for your purpose or calling, your intention, your alignment is uniquely yours, and it must be met if we're going to be happy or live fulfilled. We cannot try to be someone else. Your success and ultimately your happiness depends on you pursuing and fulfilling your true calling, your authentic self, if you will, that Paulo Coelho, uh, alchemist, if you will. So, you know, whatever it is for you, go after it with, with everything you have. And, and that's the next point. The world needs you to be you, it needs you to be a leader. Lead and lead by example. Do it, live it, embody it. People will get in line to follow your actions, your mission. I, I, I think that that came across from almost every single speaker. And you see it with every single speaker, whether they say it or not, they're embodying it. They're doing it. That's why they have the following that they have. That's why they're making the impact and the change uh, that they're able to make. Uh, Number three, discipline is freedom. Yes, that's Jocko's quote. I've seen it on bumper stickers. And, um, you know, he may be the one that made that quote famous. And he summarizes that sort of concept very succinctly and, and very memorably. But it's something that, you know, every single speaker, you could see that they valued doing the work, doing the research, and doing the the hard stuff first. You know, it's it's whether it's it's mastery or honing your craft or becoming so good they can't ignore you or you know taking massive action. You've got to do the work first. Show up. Do what you know you're supposed to do. And then you can enjoy either the fruits of your labor or, you know, the downtime, you know, that you're afforded because you have freedom of, you know, lifestyle. Um, you know, and as Jocko said, in, if you see him having fun, it's because the hard work has been done, right? So do what you know you need to do first. The next point was social contribution. I think for me personally, this was my biggest takeaway from the event itself, Um so many people talked about giving back and, and what your impact could be, not just through your work itself, but through how you help other people, whether it be financially or or as a mentor or in relationships, um, you know, helping people achieve what it is that they want to achieve, building teams, whatever it might be. Um, but, you know, the, the quote from, from one was, you know, more powerful than cancer. Use your successes to better the world. Make an impact. Make a difference. So, however you can work that into your mission and what you do, uh, I think you know we all have a responsibility. Look at the world today. Look what's going on. Be the change. You know that, that that cliche saying. You know, be the change that you want to see in the world. But you know, nobody's going to fix this thing for us. We can't sit around and and wait on somebody to you know do the work for us. We, we all have that responsibility ourselves to help on an individual level, you know, start with yourself, help, you know, become the person that you need or want to be, and then help your family, help your community. If, if we all help our communities, then we can affect change, you know, locally and regionally and then nationally and, and ultimately globally. But we've got to start, you know, it starts with you and it starts with doing what you know you can do to help. Imagine if every single person had a positive attitude and you know walked through life with an approach of you know trying to understand people and, and you know accept people and, and help people as opposed to sort of the way it is now uh, I'm not going to get political on you guys but social contribution next complexity is the enemy of execution uh, Peter Voog said this a couple other people said this keep it simple you know identify uh, you know Jocko said this you know if their missions got too complicated, Uh, Or if they didn't build in buffer time for, you know, things to go wrong, then, you know, the whole thing's going to come crumbling down. So, you know, you've got to expect adversity, keep things simple, and and make it easy to execute, make it friction-free, all right? Uh, Simon and Tom Bill, both talked about identifying and removing blind spots, find those weaknesses. Jocko talked about this as well. You know, you cannot be successful if you're oblivious to your own blind spots. You know, we've got to know, you know, what our perspective is, where we're lacking, you know, if you can't develop it, if you can't, um, you know, if you can't stay forward sight forward focused or, or if, if, if focusing on that blind spot is going to take you away from your mission, then then you build somebody into your team who you can delegate that to. And, and they can cover your six, you know, to steal something from, from the seals, you know, cover your six is, you know, watching your back, you know, if you're looking forward, if you're covering one aspect of the mission, who's covering the other side of it, right? Uh, that's one of the lessons you know, in 2012, when I got to do seal fit. We talked about, you know, the effectiveness of of a real team and your role on the team, there were seven of us. Each of our role was to watch out for the other six guys. wasn't to worry about yourself, but to watch the other six. So now as an individual, instead of you having only two eyes and one person looking out for yourself, you had 12 other eyes and six other people watching out for your back. It's a lot easier to succeed when the entire team is working together. And then the last one is be action-focused. Be a person of action. This is something I've always preached. Actions, not outcomes. Focus on actions, the things you can control, not the outcomes. So in goal setting, in the gym, you know, people would come in and say, hey, I want to lose 10 pounds in a month. Okay, well, how are you going to do it? What are the actions that get you there? You know, I'm going to eat right every single day. I'm going to eat three meals a day or five meals a day. Whatever it is, it's, it's got to be measurable and it's got to be specific And you've got to say, okay, I'm going to work out three times a week. I'm going to work out four times a week for the next month. That's four times four weeks is 16 workouts. I'm going to get 16 workouts in this month. I'm going to eat right you know, 29 out of 30 days. Uh, That gives me one cheat meal or or one cheat day or one free day, whatever. But I guarantee you, if you focus on eating right 29 out of 30 days, if you work out 16 times in a month, if you sleep eight hours every single day, if you drink however many ounces of water you're supposed to drink every single day, I guarantee you at the end of that month, you will be down in weight or you will be closer to your ultimate mission, whatever you want that thing to be, because you focused on the actions. Hope is not a strategy. It's not enough to say, I want this. I'm going to lose 10 pounds. You've got to have a plan. We all are guilty of this at times. So focus on taking massive action. Here's my challenge to you to take massive action. Implement something from this podcast episode today. Don't wait until tomorrow. Take action right now. Um, When I first started going to events like this, the very first one I went to, there was a coach that I always looked up to, a guy who had, uh, he was one of the first to start the warehouse gym movement. And on day two of the seminar, he stood up in the morning and he said, what did each of you guys do last night to take action on the things you learned yesterday? And none of us raised our hand. And he said, I'm going to tell you what I did. And he listed off three things that he did that night that he learned on day one. And this was a guy who was already successful. He was where all of us wanted to be. And that was the eye opener. You know, it's not enough to have this information, we have to put it into play, we have to implement it, we have to do something with it. So, my challenge for you is take something from this podcast episode, do not wait until tomorrow, take action today. Let me know what that one thing is for you. Get on social media, share this episode of the OPP, tag me and list the one thing that you're taking action on today. I don't care what it is, I don't care what the takeaway is, but do something that moves you forward, right? That's it for this episode of the OPP. So implement one thing, share it on social media, tag me so I know, and housekeeping notes as always, guys. Appreciate you listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, share it. That's how we help more people. Go to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. I want to read you a review from Half Naked Rower. And the username is Acme Art Glass and uh, five stars. This is a cool one. As a 60-year-old women's master's rower, I was really excited to listen to your conversation with Hover, and you did not disappoint. As a fellow biohacker, it was so inspiring to hear Hover talk about applying the principles and practices to a sport that is incredibly challenging and, as he noted, archaic in its training dogma. Natural Stacks Creatine helps keep me in tip-top along with rowing in the 40 degree winter mornings in shorts and a camisole. I guess that's why she says half naked rower. Thanks Ryan, keep up the great work in all you do. So Acme Art Glass, email me, ryan at naturalstacks.com. We will hook you up with a care package, we'll get you some more of that bio creatine to help power you through and uh, help you win some masters rowing events, right? Uh, guys, th- these reviews are just amazing. I-, I love hearing feedback from you guys. That's another reason that I want you to share it on social media and let me know what you're implementing from this show. You know That, that gives me insight into what is helping you so that we can continue to, to shape this thing and-, and mold it into something that helps you become that person that you want to be. So thank you, as always, for spending some time with us. Share the OPP. Leave us a five-star review. When we read your review on the air, we will hook you up with free natural stacks products as a thank you, go to naturalstacks.com. You'll be able to see the links to all of the speakers for this show. And that's it guys. Live optimal, kick some ass and implement something from this so you can move forward. We'll talk to you next week.